In a world run by mad men, expect to see some mad women. From bodily autonomy to parenting dynamics to workplace standards, women everywhere are fed up. If you're one of them, you've come to the right place because we're about to set that kitchen they put us in on fire. Die mad about it. It's a show where we tell Doug to fuck off and he will dies mad about it. We're your host, Brooke, aka the Truthful G, and I am with Amy, the president of We Mad. And we're back from our holiday hiatus. And today we've got a great episode on men's accountability with special guest, Andrew Tate. Andrew, Woo! come introduce yourself. Wait a minute. Wait what? A minute. Oh yeah, he's not gonna be here because he's in fucking Romanian jail. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> How, how could that have happened? Are we surprised? I don't know. I'm really surprised. I'm actually surprised that finally a bad guy got taken down, and I'm here for it. It's true. Like, did you see all the news articles on it, or are you privy to the situation? I searched them. Are you kidding? Uh, yeah, me? of best course. Best present I've ever received. He, uh, I guess, like for anybody who didn't know, he had some girls in Romania because I guess he has like several locations where he lives with all of his many Bugattis and can't afford a chin still, but we can afford 33 Bugattis. And he had these girls in his hotel. Like he was, he had to kidnap girls to get them to sleep with him. It was human trafficking. And so that's what they're investigating. And it's my understanding he's held in Romanian jail for 30 days while they seize all of his assets. I don't know. Where do you see that headed? Yeah. What I hope happens is we finally see somebody having to take accountability for their obvious actions. You know, it seems yeah. like nowadays we see so many men specifically in these types of crimes that just go and go and go and we know it's happening and it takes years and years of investigating and nothing is ever done. I mean, look at some of the biggest, largest cases out there. Um, that you don't see the men being held accountable whatsoever. They get a slap on the wrist and it gets swept under the rug. We never talk about it again and hear about it again. Yeah, particularly wealthy white men in politics and churches and things of that nature. And for me, the thing with Andrew Tate is like, okay, so you don't see these men being held accountable and now you see this one being held accountable and it makes me wonder if that will send a message to them or will they keep doing their bullshit? Because yeah, he had, I hope. I you know? know, We should dangle them all as examples. And I, I think anytime somebody big like this that has all the money that has all the fame that has so many stupid followers that just blindly think that he is some sort of God. Um, you know, that they finally see, well, maybe that's, maybe that's not the way of the, the alpha, right? Maybe I don't the amount that. of men, like if you check, like the comment section is not passing the vibe. Like it really is like Trumpism. Like they are really brainwashed and they believe yeah. like, they're all like, but on his Twitter, he said he was out like, Oh, okay. Does his Twitter tell the weather as well? Right. Like they don't want to believe anything, but this man, it's a very, he is their deity. Right. And, and what's scary is they're young. They're really yeah. young. And you see these like 14, 13, 14 year old boys in comment sections arguing with grown women. <laughs> yeah. And then you wonder like about your daughter's futures. Like, do they go to school? The, the one thing that never ceases to amaze me is no, ma no matter how many good guys I meet, like they show their ass eventually. 
And you might think somebody's like a really good person or a really good dude, but like they have misogynistic tendencies. Oh, yeah. They're just hiding it. You oh, see it yeah. all the time with men who are feminists and they act like they're feminists and then they end up being a fucking creep. Well, and that's the yeah. funny thing too, is that that still is when women are still held accountable for pick better men, that whole pick better men scenario. And I just yeah. keep seeing these TikToks of these guys giving this dating advice, right? These self-proclaimed dating gurus. And they're basically, their advice consists of um, manipulation in one way or another. And, and a lot of times it's, you know, make sure that you don't give her too much of yourself and don't show her who you really are. And, you know, make sure that you text her, but then don't text her. And this is all like this mental manipulation stuff. So going back to the whole pick better men, well, if women could see who they actually fucking are in the beginning, they'd probably dump them in the fucking spot. <laughs> They're coaching them on how to trick women and then blaming women for being tricked. Like we have some sort of like ESP shit can read what's going on. Yeah, no, I say that all the time that like, go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh no. Because I've had three husbands, people constantly want to say that to me, Uh, but they all had things in common. Like they all had psychological issues. They were all white, wealthy white men. A couple of them were in the military and they all were all, they all were never held accountable for any of their actions, even when they were caught. mm -hmm. So what that tells me is we're just a society that panders to that type of behavior. Right. And more and more of this though, women are are seeing more and more of this. And look at the articles that just came out last, last year, I think it was 2022, the rise of lonely men. And it's literally yeah. an entire article of how heterosexual men can't get dates, literally from, from a very wide age range, too. Yeah. They can't get dates. They're having much less sex than they had because women have raised their standards and they are unwilling or unable to meet them. Period. Not, not only that, but like <laughs> lesbians step into the plate. They're like, hey, we're here. If you want to come try it out, like there's record number of like straight Chelsea Handler talks about it on her new special. I don't know if you're a Chelsea Handler fan. Uh, (laughs) I have moments with her. I'm like, but then I'm like, no, I'm here for it. But she's talking about how straight women are who would not have traditionally been who don't identify as lesbian or gay are now like entertaining that option because they are so fucking fed up with the bullshit and essentially raising like another child who is supposed to be your man you know when you think about when heterosexuals homosexuals what's the the only difference the only difference between the two is who you're having sex with well yeah women can take or leave it there's plenty of toys out in the market that are fantastic that's the damn truth they don't need men in order to be satisfied in fact they're learning that without men they're more satisfied (laughs) because then they don't have to to pamper to their toys they don't have to make them dinner or get yelled at (laughs) and they do the job so it's like no bullshit yeah the energy is conserved without the men in the realm no i own uh we've talked about this before i own several toys and strap-ons and things of that nature you can turn anything into anything yes (laughs) it it truly doesn't matter at the end of the day it's just sticking shit in holes anyways right like i don't know i'll just (laughs) any old hole Just have a good time. Hang out, hook up, and have fun. Like, that is my mantra right now while I'm, like, doing the single lady thing. So, I mean, even if you're at home and you're like, I don't know if I'm interested in the lesbian thing. Like, I don't know that you should knock it until you try it. (laughs) I'm telling you. I'm telling you. (laughs) 
Yeah, you have very, you know, good things to say about it. And I think that your <laughs> wife does as well. Yeah, 10 out so, of 10. I have got, I got reviews everywhere, so. Like, even if you have, like, even lesbians I've talked to who are in, like, monogamous committed relationships, like, they may complain about other things that go on in their relationships, like any relationship, you know, there's, like, struggles you go through. But the one thing I never hear them complain about is sex. They're like, no, nah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, We're good. I got into an argument with a guy on TikTok, and he basically was like, I was tagged and uh, mending me. She's fantastic. And she talks about um, sex and coercion and marriage. And Oh, wow. And I'll have to follow her. Oh, she's great. Mending me. She's wonderful. And um, she tagged me in a comment that a guy made that basically said, well, men are just more sexual creatures. And so gay men have the most sex. Hetero people have then the middle sex. But lesbians have the least amount of sex. And she tagged me because she said, I know this isn't true. And I said, <laughs> well, in fact, in fact, sir, lesbians have not only more satisfying sex, but they go on for longer. We go for days and heterosexual men are like, days, like what? You won't leave the bedroom. So I guarantee that my wife and I, when we first met, had more sex than he'll have in his lifetime. I guarantee it. I would put a million dollars on it. I knew a lesbian couple that they were like, yeah, her ex was giving a shit about how we must not have very good sex, you know, because they used to have sex for two hours. And she's like, that's a lesbian quickie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tantric you know that's yeah. nice you gotta reserve some time for it that's get right. a sitter for the kids that's right I mean, get some energy in, if you know what i mean we are all in <laughs> we don't even i'm here for it and shitty feedback you know? <laughs> we're, not, not, we're not having it well before we make this too much about the great lesbian sex <laughs> that's going on that everybody's missing <laughs> get back to origins of lack of men's accountability causes and effects why they are the way we are i was saying a minute ago that we're just pandering pandering to a society of men who think that they are entitled to do and say whatever they want men like andrew tate so gosh i wonder where that could have started certainly not white colonizers in america you know i mean don't you think that was yeah. the beginning oh absolutely of fucked up conservative Christianity, religion in general, religion, controlling people. Absolutely. Yeah, that I think that was the root. Somewhere along the line, the men figured out that, oh, if we can control women with this little book and make them think that they're the problem, then, you know, then that'll be then we'll be set. And now what you see is women like the Roe v. Wade and everything going on and women's uh, I don't women's lib, I guess women's lib. I feel like in the 70s, we could have taken that a step further, but we're here now. It's fine. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you see the men, like people like Matt Gates, and like, you know, what went on politically, even just in the house recently, like they are starting to see their shit unravel yep. and they're freaking out because women are coming into power. And uh, you would see, I've always said you would see far less wars in the world and far less poor decisions made if women were allowed to run shit. Well, that's just it. And they've been trying to put a hold on that for so long. I mean, you go back to stupid, stupid events like the Boston Marathon, for instance, and it was the anniversary of that just recently. And they didn't want women to be able to run because, well, they don't want to be beat by a girl per se. Right. So that's the whole concept. When you go way back, you, you can read the history of religion was actually women were so powerful because we could carry the children because we had so much mystical power that they just couldn't put their finger on and they couldn't do themselves. So we had that over them. And so they felt this need to take over. And the funny thing is, I just read yesterday that the X chromosome has over a thousand um, <clears throat> genes in it or, or something. It's, it's um, the X chromosome is far superior to the Y chromosome. And so I read this article stating that the Y chromosome was changing. It was sh actually shriveling up. 
I don't know what that means for genetics and DNA long-term. Interesting. It's, it's wild. Like, I think they're like, literally extincting themselves. <laughs> Is that a word? Extinct? No. <laughs> they're going they, like, yeah, they're just fucking themselves all the like, way figure off. Figure it out. Yeah, man. No, I, I read a while ago, and I think we may have talked about this on here before as well, that there are an, a host of engineer women who have figured out that there's a possibility that we could procreate with just bone marrow. Yeah, just absolutely. Women. And just create more women. I don't know what the use is for the men. Do they 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 carry a heavy couch? Is that it? Is yeah. that all they contribute? We what do they really? Shit. It's like I don't know if I would compare. You build shit. We raise humans, and you're telling me that you can lift heavy stuff. I'm not sure that's really a flex anymore. I don't think. It's I know a lot of lesbians who can lift heavy shit, man. <laughs> Straight up, we're talking flannels, got an axe in their hand, some yep. Paul Bunyan shit, riding in on a blue ox, just here to save the day and give you an orgasm at the end of it. Oh, These they better start to pick it up because <laughs> men need to start offering that or they're going to definitely be lonely. I think that there's a sense of like, okay, like my ex and he quit his job recently and he stopped paying child support. And his whole thing was I give up because there was this concept of like, and he's always said that, like, there's no reward. I never get to rest. I never get a reward. And we have done this thing with men where it's this belief system of you should be giving me something in return. It's always all about them. And they lack the perspective to look around at anybody else. And I think that that's why they can't take accountability for things because why would they? Well, right. And the refusal, the inability to be able to see it for one, when you're just born in a privilege, you just have it. It's just there. So why would I work any harder when I am just expected to have these things? I should be the top of the food chain and they're learning that they're not. And they are becoming miserable, depressed. And it's like, again, then they should figure it out. The men should figure it out how to tell the other men, Hey, this is how you can be better and be happier and feel more fulfilled. Yeah. As opposed to them just sitting back and be like, no, I give up. I mean, I'm sure that's the mentality, but you know what? Again, that's on them. (laughs) Yeah. They are so perplexed by this concept of, but sharing something means something's getting taken from me rather than we're giving people a seat at the table who haven't had a seat before. They cannot get past it. It's tragic because it's like, you know, (laughs) this is kindergarten shit. Right. Especially for women. You know, we we had to figure this shit out fast. Yeah, absolutely. Women are judged far more harshly than I'm watching the circle on Netflix right now. And there's women who went into this game, this reality game where you have to figure out all the catfishes and they went in as men because men are judged less harshly. And that's just like, man, kills me. Yeah, these are survival techniques. So not only did we learn emotional intelligence at a very young age, but we learned survival techniques. So we're able to actually go with the ebb and flow of societal standards and, and what we want to do. And, and we know how to read them from a distance. Men don't have any of those skills. Not no, it's very caveman. Yeah, very. <laughs> Absolutely. So like we were talking about evolution, <laughs> the Y chromosome is shrinking. Like, I don't know if we do start to see, I mean, there's a long way to go in politics, obviously. Oh my God. The shit that's going on with the house. I cannot every day, some hunger game shit out there. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as politics and the taking down of religion goes, there may be some work still yet to be done there, but we do see examples being made out of Andrew Tate and we do see some evolution even, um, biologically here. What is you, I mean, you have a son, I have sons, a future where men are held accountable you know, how do we get there? I think we're I mean, getting there. And I just posted a TikTok recently about my son's emotional intelligence and his ability to think for himself when it comes to 
um, intrinsic and extrinsic rewarding. Um, I saw that in school where you were talking about how he said that he doesn't need a reward for doing the right thing. Right. And I'm also, I I wanted to make the point to say that as great as I feel that is, I don't think it's wrong to be motivated by rewards. My point was, is that we're rewarding for basic behavior. So that's what you're talking about in terms of accountability. We've been rewarding men, especially white men for basic behavior. Like another TikTok that I did where it's basically like, well, I don't hit, well, I've never hit a woman before. And it's like, you don't get a reward for that. Yeah. That's not anything special. I flush the toilet when I poop. Right. Where's my trophy? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does go back to that. This where's, where's my reward? Where's my reward? Like somewhere along the line or like, oh God, there's this one lady I follow and I don't know her username. We, we all connect by seeing each other's faces. And I don't think a lot of us pay attention to the username, thankfully, because mine is shitty, but she was talking, she has this song and she's like, everybody always tells the dad, you're such a good dad, but he's just doing dad shit. Right. Like well, so you put them side by side, right? So a guy walks into McDonald's with his kid as an example, everyone sees him as this hero father. A woman, the mother, walks in with the kid at McDonald's and she's lazy because she didn't cook for the kid, right? Yeah. Side by side. There's a million examples like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, you'll see dads, single dads out at McDonald's and they'll get their McDonald's paid for. <laughs> yeah. God. yeah. Oh, it'll make you so angry. No, yeah. I mean, we, we can raise our sons to, you know... To, to do the right thing and be the right way. But then there's always the outside influence of individuals like Andrew Tate and like the men that we see in politics and like even their dads, like for, you know, the kids who don't have dads that are the best example. Um, and so you wonder how much you're throwing to the wall and how much is sticking in that sponge, you know? No, you're absolutely right. And I think that all I do is try to provide my son with as many tools as I can um, along with open communication. So as long as I'm providing him with tools to be emotionally intelligent, to be able to process what's happening in front of him. I learned this and it used to really stress me out when he was really little. And those days when I had to put him in school and he had to sit right next to these little fucking shitty Johnny over here who has shit parents who at eight, they're saying racist shit already and homophobic shit. I knew when I had to do that, I had to figure something out because I was stressed to the max. How am I going to control what my kid hears? But then I fucking like an idiot was like, okay, I can't control what other people say, but what I can help guide is my son and how he responds to these things. And so I've always tried to stay ahead of what I think he's going to be hearing next, which is tricky parenting. You know, it's like, okay, he is going to start hearing about sex very soon and terms that he is not familiar with. So I'm going to familiarize him with these terms and we're going to have a discussion and I'm going to open it up. It's going to be a simplified discussion where I open it up to him to, to ask me whatever questions he wants. And I leave that door open and I buy him a book and I give him all the resources yeah. that he needs. I think that's the best we can do as parents is to do everything we can to provide him with those resources and to keep that communication open so that one, they trust us, you know, not have a reaction every time they say something. I mean, it's parenting is hard. It's not for the weak, obviously, you know, um, but I feel like my, my kids are getting there. Will they have outside influences that are shit? Absolutely. And that's going to suck. And I hope they come talk to me. I really do. Luckily, they also have each other, um, which I'm really glad that we had kids so close together, um, which just worked out for us. We, you know, yeah. you have donor sperm and you're just, you're going for it. And we only had two vials and they both ended up taking, which is unheard of. That's great. Yeah. We got so lucky. Um, and so with that, I feel like, and I'm seeing it more and more. I'm seeing more and more boys, especially that are not getting told, don't cry. 
act like a man. You know, when I do say yeah. that, see those things, I call them out and everybody makes fun of them because it's becoming less and less of a, uh, norm to have that type of shove these things because we've seen through centuries, right? They've always tried that. Well, look at all of us gay people. Okay. Yeah. My straight parents <laughs> that tried yeah. to in dresses. Here I am. Right. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, it's a lot of times nature over nurture, mm-hmm. and that can go either way. My eldest son, like he, he's a little protege like his father, and he's very misogynistic, even when he was younger. I mean, it goes down, like, the thing is, and I had had this conversation with somebody recently, like, training children is one thing, not training, not training, but you know, educating children is one thing. Yeah. But I have serious issues with like grown men that I am having to educate, just like POC don't want to have to educate white people. Yes, absolutely. I don't, I am constantly over here feeling like, especially living in the Midwest, like I have to constantly educate these men. Mm-hmm. And even when I'm in a victimized situation, they're like, well, have you had a talk with him about his behavior? Why? Why am I having to talk with this 50 year old man about his behavior? So it is a struggle and it is exhausting. So, I mean, I want to say like the future is up to us, but also it's not. (laughs) Well, but from a parenting aspect, though, you can't your kids close and you've kept them. The people that can can do the most damage, for instance, you've kept them outside of your circle. And I think that's a part of it too. We can't control everything, but I think it is important who you have while your kids are in a vulnerable state and while you're raising them, who you do have them around, who do you choose to have around? I don't have control of everybody at his shit school or whatever. Um, yeah. you know, we tried to pick the best school we could. And I, I really like the support system there and there are really good things that go on there, but kids are, a lot of kids are just shit. And the stuff God they is say true. is like, wow, you're just repeating what your parents say so imagine what you're hearing at home you know what i mean it's the american educational system for right. you but i think I, I i'm thinking very positive i see a positive future I, I see you know more and more kids are coming up with emotional intelligence boys in particular that that wasn't there before and a lot of times with the, the past generations was you just don't talk about it and that's how i was raised yeah. with an italian mother italian grandmother oh nothing you talk about nothing you take sides right yeah and literally, I was the first generation to be like, oh, I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> and my parents yeah. my family was like, oh, it's uncomfortable. And I'm like, I'm going to talk about it. That is an Italian thing. Like, I have a friend who's Italian, and she describes her upbringing exactly how you just brought. I mean, she to this day, her and her parents, that's the way they interact. Yeah. Well, and think about Catholics, too, Italian Catholics. They go into a little tiny box, and they tell the, the priest things in, in, you know, private, and then their sins are washed away. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Catholics, get on. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go say 10 Hail Marys and then get back out there and do the raping again tomorrow. What's that's it? right. Woo! Well, that's our show. <laughs> Enjoy your two hots and a cod, Andrew Tate. Oh, man. Man, join us next time when we discuss why white women white so hard. Um, yeah, I feel as though Amy and I are qualified to uh, discuss that. So until yes. then... Take care of yourselves. Enjoy recovering from the holidays. And remember, Doug, women don't owe you shit. Thanks for listening, Doug. Die mad about it. <laughs>